Welcome to the TLC, the Life Coach Podcast with Matt Halloran. Every week, one of the world's top life coaches, Matt Halloran, will share his wisdom through stories and ideas to help you live the best life possible. Success is only a podcast away. Now, please welcome your host, Matt Halloran. Hello and welcome to our podcast today. We're going to do something a little bit different over the next four or five podcasts. What I have been doing up until this point is, this is episode 16, so the previous 15 episodes have been a lot more uh, pointed topics, and they've been very, very short. And now that I've gotten some people's attention, I'd like to start increasing the length of these just a little bit. Uh, so that I have an opportunity to flesh out my ideas a little bit more, because I do think that they will help you uh, really focus your life a lot more clearly. And in this series, we're going to talk about something called La La Land. And La La Land is where I've always been told that I live, from family members to friends of mine, that I live in my own little world. And I like my world. And I like when I have the opportunity to have people like you get an introduction to my world. And part of La La Land is a state of mind that I want you to start considering when you're interacting with people outside of your daily life. And La La very specifically stands for look, assess, listen, and act. So look, assess, listen, and act. I believe that each of us can be an angel on this earth. I believe that each person listening to this podcast has the responsibility to our fellow human beings to be better than we are, to try to make the world a better place. If you are not here on this planet to make the world a better place, then what are you doing? You have to take action. This is not a passive thing. This is not getting down on your knees and praying, which I don't have a problem with. This is getting up off of your knees and looking, assessing, listening, and taking action. So I'm going to break down what each of those four things mean, and then I'm going to tell you a story. So look, one of the biggest problems that we have in society, I believe today, is that we don't look around. We're too concerned about looking at our phones. We're too concerned about paying attention to what's directly in front of us that we don't lift our heads and just look around. You might see things, and in my experience, you see all sorts of amazing things that are life-changing, life-changing opportunities and life-changing options if you just look up. But the second piece is very important because it's one thing to look around and to see if there's anybody you can help, which is what look really stands for. But you have to assess the situation. Is it safe for you to do what you want to do? Is it prudent for you to do what you want to do? Is it the right time If you do whatever you want to do to help somebody, that person that you realize that you looked at and and, and eye contact was made, and there's something that you feel deep down inside that you can do, whether it's just to, to help them carry out groceries, open a door, anything, assess the situation. 
scan through yourself very quickly, and do a gut check. And then number three is listen. I believe listening is the new sexy. I did a podcast on that. I think listening is an art that you have to practice much like painting or music, sculpture. It's a muscle you have to exercise. And the only way to exercise your listening muscle is to close your mouth and open your ears. Listen to a lot more than just the words coming out of people's mouths. Look at what they're doing with their eyes. Look for small changes in their pace or pentameter of what they're saying. Look for small changes in their face, their mouth, their nose, their eyebrows. This is all part of listening. And when you identify somebody that you want to help or that needs help, listening is a vital component. Because you might find out after listening they don't want your help. You might find out after listening that there's a lot more that needs to be done. You might find out that really all they needed was somebody to talk to. Because in such an interconnected world right now, we are more distant. We are more disconnected from our fellow human beings, the other people in our tribes than we ever have been in human history. Listen. So, so far we've talked about looking, assessing the situation, looking, which means identifying somebody who might need uh, their day brightened so that you can be an angel to them. Second is assess. Third is listen. And the fourth is the most difficult one. Because it means you have to take action. It means that you have to get up off of your butt and do something. If you don't engage, if you don't act within society, then this apathetic existence that most people live in is going to get more and more apathetic. It is absolutely amazing when people organize and get together and do something. The energy is amazing. Have you ever been to a sporting arena and you've watched a game? When somebody's doing really well, everybody's cheering, and you feel this elation, this excitement. When the team is doing bad or there's a bad call, people get angry. You feel angry. Emotions radiate outside of your body, and actions can resonate outside of your body. Passive stuff doesn't work as well as active stuff. Now, I still think that you should meditate. I still think that prayer works. I still think that you should take time for reflection every day, which are internal things. That's not living in la-la land. La-la land is action. Because you can be an angel on this earth. And if you are not going to try to be an angel on this earth, then you are walking around as just a whole bunch of carbon and water, your gray matter, and you're taking up resources. It has to be outside of you. This selfish culture that me, 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 I want, I want, I'm not willing to give up anything for what I want and screw you because I'm going to get mine 
is not how we advance. It's how we stay stagnant. You have to look, you have to assess, you have to listen, and you have to act. So here's the story. And I'm going to tell four different stories about either times where I was in La La Land, times I wasn't in La La Land, times in which other people were in La La Land for me and opened my eyes to this capability and capacity. So many of you don't know that I'm actually a United States Navy veteran, and I was in the first Persian Gulf War. Now, my job in the Navy was not really the most difficult job, and luckily we weren't really in harm's way for most of the time that I was in. In fact, it was more dangerous to come back to the States than it was to be out on sea. I had a great group of friends. And after a hard night of partying, which of course is something that you do when you're young and thinking you're indestructible, we were staying in a hotel on the Jersey Shore. And I woke up and I felt absolutely terrible. Like the world was just this horrible place that I was trudging through like I was waist deep in mud. I was just, I was so sad. I I didn't really understand why. I didn't understand what was going on. Much later, I found out that it had to do with depression. But at the time, I really didn't know. So I trudged down to the beach. And I flopped down on the sand. And and it was a gray morning. Now, this could very well have been my state of mind. But it also could very well have been that I was, it was actually cloudy and hazy. And I think it really was cloudy and hazy because I could taste the salt air and there was something that was making my glasses get kind of damp and fogged up. And I'm listening to the waves lapping on the shore. And normally when you're sitting in the sand and you're hearing this magnificent sound of the waves lapping up against the shore, it's a beautiful experience. In fact, people listen to this sound in order to relax. But not me. The repetitious sound of those waves was driving me insane, much like an overly loud clock. And I broke down. I was sad and frustrated. I was angry and disappointed. I felt lost. I felt directionless. And all of the sudden... I felt this warm hand on my shoulder. Now, it was my right shoulder, so that means that she had come from the south part of the beach. And I didn't know it was a she at the time. And I turned and I looked at this hand. It was dark-skinned, strong, but well-maintained. It was difficult to see because not only had I been crying, but I had been crying in an ugly manner. So, you know, snot was dripping down my nose and my glasses were all foggy. And I turned and I looked up and I saw this, this person. Seemingly androgynous at first, but as she smiled, I realized more and more that I was 
talking soon to a nice young lady. And she looked down at me and she said, are you okay? So she looked, she assessed. She asked me a question and she started to listen. So she was in La La Land. And the action part is what really took me back. Because for some reason, this wonderfully warm hand on my right shoulder just opened up every floodgate. I didn't even know they existed. And I became a blubbering, sad, ridiculous human being. Just talking about all of the terrible things that are happening in the world and how I contributed to some of those during the war and how am I ever going to get over that and you know, with, with the political climate at the time and with, with the environmental issues, I, I covered absolutely everything. And she sat and listened. Now I have no idea how long I was there at the time. And the entire time she had her hand on my shoulder, but at one point she sat down and, and I noticed she sat down because the warmth of her left leg radiated through my body. And I don't know if she progressively moved closer to me or not, but I could feel her care, her desire to wash my pain away. It just kept getting stronger and stronger. And of course, as a ridiculous human being as I was at 19 years old, I resisted this because who is she to help me? The world is terrible. And I got done blubbering for a few minutes and she looked at me and she said, how are you doing now? And her voice was kind of an alto was very soft. She articulated her words in a way that just sunk into my ears. They kind of wriggled around in my brain and made me assess really where I was. I said, I don't know. The world is terrible. Who are you? What are you doing here? Why are you talking to me? And she said, I was walking down the beach as I do every morning and I heard crying and it was so foggy out. I didn't really know where the crying was coming from. And as I got closer to the crying and I realized it was getting louder and louder, hence I was getting closer. I saw you sitting here with your head in your hands crying. Now, I've been in this place, too. In fact, I have been very close to the exact spot that you're sitting, and I have broken down myself. I have cried here, listening to the waves on the speech. And the one thing that I wish happened to me when I was in the space that you seem to be in right now, I wish somebody would have just sat down, put their hand on my shoulder, and listened. And at this point... I had this unbelievably confused emotions, uh, emotional state. It was just going over me and over me. It was joy and, and then sadness again and then, and then hope and then sadness again and, and then frustration because I don't need anybody to help me. I can do this myself. 
And there's no possible way that she couldn't have noticed this inner turmoil that was going on because she maintained a physical connection with me the entire time. And that left hand on my right shoulder was holding on to my heart. And she said, I know that this is difficult. But a lot of times, what you need to do is to have somebody who will sit and listen, who will understand where you're at, who will give you the space to feel what you need to feel and not try to hold you back. Because feelings are so vital to experiencing the earth in the way that it is. Everything changed. It seemed that she had the power to not only lift the fog that was all around the beach, but she had control over the sun. She had control over the waves because the waves got louder. And as they got louder, as they lapped against the shore, it was just like this sound of cleansing that was washing over my body. The sun came up, and when the sun hit my face, I felt new. I felt amazing. I felt like the weight of the world, this burden that I was carrying, this this package of crap that I was carrying behind me for the first time in my whopping 19 years on this planet was gone. I felt light. In fact, I felt like when I got up, I wouldn't even see my butt print or my feet print in the sands because I felt like I was levitating. And I turned to her with tears still in my eyes, and I'm sure I looked a mess. I wiped my nose on my sleeve, as any good 19-year-old would do. And I stared into her beautiful brown and white eyes. And I said, thank you. I had no idea that I needed this as badly as I did. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you came from. But I will be thankful every day for what you have done for me. She smiled. Beautiful white teeth. Her eyes lit up. She took her hand off my shoulder. And she leaned over and wrapped her left arm around me. And her right arm came around. And she hugged me. The warmth of her body was unreal at this point because it was cold this morning. The sand was chilly. The air was cold. But she was warm. She pulled back and smiled. She said, I'm glad that I found you this morning because I needed to repay a favor from somebody else who did something similar for me not so long ago. I want you to understand that there's always deep, dark places that you will be. And I also want you to understand that you do not need to be in these deep, dark places alone. When you are feeling 
that you are in these deep, dark places all by yourself. You need to find somebody. And when you look around and you open your eyes, you will see somebody who is light. You will see somebody who is the right person to talk to because we are everywhere. And then she was gone. Now, she didn't disappear, but those were her final words to me. She continued to walk north on the beach. I got up. I dusted myself off. I walked into the surf and let the waves crash over my feet. And I stood there welcoming the sun with my arms wide open, being so grateful that I was alive, so grateful that I was breathing, so grateful that I have the ability to see, taste, touch, smell, hear. And I tried for that moment to hear everything, to see everything, to look at the beauty that the world is, that a lot of times, again, we don't look up. I walked back to the room, and most of my friends, including I, smoked a lot. Cigarettes, that is. Because we were indestructible, of course, as you probably have figured, if you remember being 19. So I lit up a cigarette with a friend of mine, and I didn't say anything. And he said, how long have you been up? And I said, I don't know, I'm an early riser, you know, might have been an hour, might have been 10 minutes. He said, you look different. You look like you've been run through the ringer and you came out of the other side dry cleaned and fresh and clean. And I said, I can't even explain to you what just happened to me. But what did happen to me changed my everything. It made me realize that at any point I can be that angel. At any point there might be somebody who is crying out for help. And if I don't look and if I don't listen, I can't help like she did. I want to thank you for listening to the story. This is the first of four other stories I'm going to be telling and pertaining to situations in which you can be an angel on this earth, that you can make a true difference much like she did for me. It might not be as life-changing as this experience, but little moves can make a world of difference. Little actions can make it so that you are contributing to the greater good of this planet. Little actions can have the most amazing ripple effect, but you have to look, assess, listen, and act. Live your life in La La Land with me. I can't wait to tell you more stories. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy life to listen to our podcast. Remember, a single change, no matter how big or small, can start you on your path to live your best life possible. You deserve it. 
We will see you on the other side of the mic soon. Have a wonderful day.